0: You're listening to the Strong Towns Podcast.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Week Ahead Podcast with Chuck and Rachel. Chuck, I know you had a busy week with a lot of travel uh, to Montreal. How did that go?
0: Yeah. Um, uh, well, the v- event went great. Um, good. Yeah. No, it was it was a good time. I, uh, I I learned a lot, and I I just love Montreal. I mean, it's a it's a gorgeous city in terms of North American cities. It's got some of the the best the best space in it. And I stayed right. They they put me up right in the core of like the old town nice. and, uh, Oh, it's just, it's just beautiful. I mean, it, it's just amazing. But, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, you you're reminded how insulated you are here in the United States. Um, when you go there, because you know, everything is in English here, and in there it's predominantly French and to sit at a table with people who speak French as their primary language. And then, mm-hmm. you know, English, I mean, they all speak English better than I could ever hope to speak a foreign language. But, uh, you know, there still is kind of a gap there at times and during the day they had me stay and, and listen to people. And then, uh, I gave a couple of interviews and did a, a small kind of reaction talk at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to listen to people with the translator, because I had this set of headphones, and they had a translator in the back who would oh, speak, that's cool, yeah, so they had the translator i mean a lot of people had headphones for my talk, yeah, because they wanted to listen to the translation in French as opposed to listen to me in English, and then uh the opposite you know the the people would translate the French then into English, and I would listen to that, and i I don't know if there were others there doing that as well, but I was. And, uh, boy, you just get a sense of how, um, you know, how, how, how we never deal with that here. You know, it's, it's like, it's such a rare occasion here that we have a language, uh, thing because we just all speak English. And, uh, I don't know. It's just a good reminder of how big the world is. So I, I had fun. I learned something too about French that I did not yes. know. And people who speak languages, like I, I went to engineering school because I, you know, there were many reasons, but one of them was I didn't want to take a foreign language and you didn't have to in engineering school. And I just, it was not something as a, as a 17, 18 year old guy, it was not something that I was interested in or had the patience to do. It's a lot of like rote memorization. Um, and it's just not my learning style. And I, I found it like I didn't, I didn't like the way it was taught and I, I didn't really enjoy foreign languages. So I, 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 well by going into engineering, I was able to skip that. So these are new things for me. I I learned that uh, you know, French spoken in France is is quite a bit different than French spoken in Montreal. um in yeah. Quebec. And I, I get that I mean I that's intuitive. Like I had just never thought about it, but it made sense. But it was fascinating from the translation because there were people who would get up and speak, and when the translators would translate them. Uh, what they said made absolute sense. Like, okay, I get this. I'm, I'm following mm-hmm. along. This makes sense. There were other people who got up and as they would talk, like made no sense to me. Like the translation would be, uh, you, you could see them like struggling to find mm. the theme, find the, you know, what if just basically they were struggling to translate it and you would get these kind of random collection of words that just kind of came out of nowhere mm. and I finally at, at one break, I went up and I talked, I just introduced myself to the translators, thank them, talked to them for a little bit. And then I asked them like, why? Yeah. I'm n- n- not trying to put you guys down. You're doing an amazing yeah. job, but like, what, why is this one easy and this one hard? And they're like, Oh, well those speakers were, were French. Like they were from oh. France huh. and they yeah. just have a very different, um, the, he, the way the guy explained it to me is he said in North America, when we speak French, we tend to do like Americanized French, which has sentences that have much more structure, like much greater sentence mm-hmm. structure. And speaking French as someone from France, the sentence structure is a lot less uh defined mm-hmm. and more. The, the thoughts kind of flow more one into the other. It, it, to me, it seemed like a, 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 I'm going to say this and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, like a rambling run on kind yeah. of way of speaking, you know? Um, and they just had a harder time translating it. And it, I could tell. I mean, I could, it, I could really tell because, uh, the, this, the way they would, it would just be like words, but no like sentence structure. And it was really hard to follow. Um, made me appreciate again that French. It's just a beautiful language yeah. wow,
1: that's and
0: uh, I wish I, I wish I knew it better.
1: So a uh, next week final event of the year, you're heading to Florida um, doing several things there, but one of them is a public curbside chat in Panama city on Tuesday, December 12th from six to 8 PM. So if you guys are in yeah. that area, come on over, it's open to the public and that'll be our final event of 2018.
0: It is. I'm, I'm going back to Pensacola for some things. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I don't, we've still been kind of, I'm going there for a private Mm -hmm. thing that I agreed to do, uh, that I think will be interesting. Um, but then, uh, we, we're trying to schedule something in Pensacola that evening. And I, I don't, it's everything's still up in the air. I actually just booked my tickets today. So this is how kind of last minute some of this stuff is. Um, so, you know, we're still trying to figure out some of the details, uh, but the thing on Panama city on Tuesday night is for real and happening and open to the public. And yeah, if you can make it, uh, that would be wonderful. We're able to kind of, they had asked and we were just, were able to squeeze it in kind of at the last minute. So that will be, yeah, the last, uh, the last event of the year. And I don't think I actually have anything till like the third or fourth week of January. So I'm going to have a, a big stretch off.
1: Awesome. So as we're ending the year, we've gotten a bunch of big announcements out. Last week, we announced our T-shirts. And yesterday, we introduced our new book, uh, which is really exciting, Thoughts on Building Strong Towns, Volume 3, which you can get uh, today if you'd like. And if you're a Strong Towns member, you should have received uh, a PDF version of that in your email. That's one of the things we like to do For our members. So if you didn't get that, um, I'll give you the email to contact if you need to follow up on that. Otherwise, we hope people are interested in this book and uh, would like to check it out further. Makes a good Christmas gift.
0: I have a stack here of volume twos. And uh, I realize I need to get some volume threes now. We'll be sending out some autographed ones, I think, uh, Mm -hmm. to gifts to some people. And uh, yeah, Um, it's funny because... I, d- I I suspect that like my family does not read them, um. But they all get mad at me if I don't give them one. You know, for Chris- for Christmas, they're like, "Well, you know, I, this is what I'm getting, right?" I'm like, "Okay, like <laughs> that's easy for me to do." I'm proud of it. I I actually really like. This is the second year in a row we've released one this time of year, and uh, I really like the act of going through and kind of reflecting on uh, the, the prior year and kind of our best stuff and then taking mm-hmm. it and polishing it up and putting it together in like this anthology kind of collection. Um, I'm kinda, i am kind of, I kind of look forward to doing this I- every year because to me, it's a great, um, it, it's a kind of a great history of how our movement has, has evolved and changed and, uh, added more voices and, uh, you know, the, the things that were more, most important yeah. in that particular year, uh, I, I just kind of, I like it. I like the, uh, I like that nature of it.
1: Yeah. Some of the specific themes that we focused on in this volume three are housing, um, and infrastructure, as well as we included Chuck's, um, understanding growth series, which was one of our big things in 2016. And I would definitely say that all of those are topics we've still focused on a lot in 2017, but, um, maybe in different ways, um, and with, yeah. with a different focus. So that's Well uh, there are
0: there are people. Yeah, there there are people who uh just like to a book, you know. Yeah. And you know, I I I I think the the internet's a wonderful place to read things and I consume a lot of stuff online. Um but I love sitting down with a book. I mean, there's no doubt about it. There's something special. So, yeah, this is a good opportunity for people who value that to get something. Yeah.
1: So yesterday, we also released our 2017 annual report, which I think we should uh, pat ourselves on the back for releasing it at this time, because most people don't release their 2017 annual reports until well into 2018. So um, sure, props to us for getting that done, especially Bo. Uh, and Chuck, I know you worked a lot on it, too. So if you'd like to get yeah. an idea of all the things that we've accomplished this year and what we're looking forward to in 2018 this is a great summary of that um especially if you're one of our members you're probably interested in what your support is is going to and what we're uh, accomplishing so check that out
0: i really uh we, we had some volunteers help with the book and with the annual report and uh with, it wouldn't have been possible without the volunteer help that absolutely. we got
1: absolutely
0: uh and having yeah, having Bo on staff to um, kind of spearhead that, it, it really is, you know, I I, <laughs> I I look, I've had this saying for years uh, to myself, and sometimes I use it with other people, but I'm like, wow, we're doing this just like a real nonprofit, <laughs> um, just like a real organization would. And it seems like we reach these thresholds every year where like I look and I'm like, wow, you know, that is actually a really professional product, just like a real <laughs> organization would yeah. do. And it's kind of, yeah, I mean, we've, we've always, we've done an annual report like the last three mm-hmm. or four years. Um, I tend to write it as like a long blog post. Um, This is actually like, you know, a thing a real nonprofit would do. Yeah. Um, Looks really it's nice. very cool. And yeah i'm i'm really proud of it uh it's great work it explains a lot about what we're doing and and how we're going about it and uh yeah the impact statements that you help put together uh are really powerful so yeah i'm i'm i i mean you've you this is your third uh kind of end of the year uh deal mm-hmm. with strong towns the amount of change that we've gone through since you've started, it's just been astronomical. Yeah.
1: Especially this year.
0: Do you remember two years ago at this point in time? Cause we we, we're going to have like uh, this week and next week of content. And then we take a couple Mm of weeks where we shut everything off and we're still doing some work, but we're doing like behind the scenes work and all that. Do you remember two years ago what you were doing, what the behind the scenes work in December was?
1: Was it redesigning the homepage?
0: Yeah, it was like launching a whole new website. We, yeah. we wow. redesigned the entire site uh, in that like last three weeks of December and did a whole new, I mean. It,
1: Basically like the structure of the entire website. Yeah, the
0: whole changed. structure changed. I mean, it was a radical shift uh, in terms of how we presented information. And yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to remember what that was like before because it's been so Mm -hmm. successful and it's, it's worked really well for us. But, uh, yeah, you, you spearheaded that two years ago now and we launched that, you know, right after the first of the year. And that was a, that was a big, big deal.
1: Yeah. So like Chuck said, um, This week and next week, we're going to be running content that is our our best stuff that we've written and published in 2017, and so head to the website to check that out. We're proud of this work. It's a good array of stuff from all our different contributors, and Chuck, uh, and me, and Kia, so the whole crew, and we'll probably do a summary of best podcasts uh, next week, too, so Keep an eye out for. I think that. next
0: week yeah. on the week ahead too, we should go through um, the the reading the best books of the year.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: I need to add a couple too, you know, at least to our podcast conversation
1: of my favorite books. Yeah, but the problem is yeah. I don't read any books that are related to what we're doing.
0: I I, well, you okay? I read but a lot you,
1: of cookbooks and a lot of fiction.
0: Okay, I'm going to confess something right now to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Early, early, early this year, you told me I needed to read the book Evicted. Yes, and I looked through it and I said, "This looks really good. This looks really interesting. I, I'm going to get this book." And I, I got it, and it's been sitting on my device since February, mm-hmm. and I'm not, I've not gotten to it. And there's always been like. It's like the next book, like I'm going to do this one next and then I'm like, yeah, there's something else that comes up and then like, I'm going to do this one next and there's something else that comes up. So, I mean, you read that this year, didn't you? was
1: that this year. Well, okay. Yeah. Maybe it must've been at the start of the year then.
0: Yeah. So, so there you go. I also um, have had a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. You, you recommended, uh, and a lot of people have also recommended, uh, the color of law.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's another big one from this year for sure. Have yep. you read it yet?
0: No. Okay, I, You've I to actually get to I got it. That's even
1: more important to read than Evicted, and I think you'll like okay, it well, even more than Evicted.
0: So, I got it from the library. It. Brought it home. It set up. It was. It was because it's new. You can only check it out for like two yeah. weeks. And I my two weeks was up, and I hadn't cracked it yet, so I brought it back. Um, I feel kind of bad about it. I I've just. I think people, you know, people are really helpful to me in suggesting books and I always feel bad when I don't, you know, take their suggestion, but I'm one of these people who gets in like a vein and I just got to like chase it, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, both of those books seem really interesting to me, but they're not in like the vein that I've been chasing lately.
1: And so they've
0: kind of gone to the back burner. Yeah. But I feel bad because there's a whole lot of... People, people really want me to read certain things, and I, I, think I disappoint people at times when I, when I don't, you know. But, well, so next week let's talk books.
1: I think sometimes when people, when you hear so many people say you have to read this, you have to read this, it actually for me makes me like less interested in reading it because I'm like, I have to go against the grain, you know. Plus, do I even need to read it? Yeah. There's going to be so many articles out there about it already that I probably can just skim those and get the general gist. But I would stand by right. these two suggestions.
0: To me, I think the ev- evicted actually seems more interesting to me than the color law. Um, I think maybe I should read the color law. I don't know um, if it's like it, it seems to me like it's a lot about the history of redlining in this country. And to say that I've not like read thoroughly about that would be I mean, I, I have. So the, the part of my passion with it is like, how much new am I going to learn? and maybe i would and people have said that they learned a lot that was mm-hmm. new um so i'm i'm not discounting it and saying i won't um but it's you know to me uh it, it's it, it it's why i don't read many planning books you know i i i read that uh book on architecture and the brain this year oh, yeah. i can't remember what the mm-hmm. name of that was it was so good um but it was it was so good because it was Knew. I mean, I was, it was, it was things that I had like, I kind of knew about, um, you know, brain function and, uh, and architecture, two things that I have, I've have read about in separate realms, mm-hmm. but not together. And I thought the book was just fascinating. Um, but it was all like putting together pieces that I had been kind of chasing in other ways. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe this is a topic, the color law is a topic I should obsess about more. I'm not denying that, but, um, You know, I, it's, it's not like I feel like there's this vast frontier of, of new stuff that Mm -hmm. I've never explored before. So that, that, that's kind of, I think that's why it sat on my shelf and I didn't crack it. It's like, I feel like it's a book that I should read. Like it's okay. Let me put it this way. I feel like it's a book, like a meat and potatoes kind of book for me. And, uh, I might just be in like a dessert frame of mind, you know, like to me learning like crazy new things that I've never, like, yeah. that's like deserves. Well, in me, that case, you know? then
1: maybe you should start with evicted. Oh. Cause that is really like something I had never, I mean, I've rented apartments before, but beyond that, I didn't really know much about like landlords, tenant rights, their power and like how that yeah. affects everybody. Plus it's about Milwaukee. So it has, you know, a lot of personal meaning for me since I live here. So anyway.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I thought it, I thought that book looked better.
1: We'll do a full recap on books next week. I think we'll have to do that podcast probably on Wednesday or Thursday, even because you're traveling on Monday and Tuesday. So for our
0: listeners, just wait. See, I'm bolstering for you. I'm 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 bolstering for you that you have something to contribute to that conversation. Thank you. Appreciate you do. No, you you've given me a lot of good book recommendations, but I have the book I bought for you sitting right here
1: yeah
0: you made me, you made me Next bring time back home I
1: see you i will bring a bigger suitcase i promise <laughs> uh i did take the other book you gave me at our staff retreat though the don't make me think don't and me i think just yet. finished that yesterday i've been reading like That's, a chapter or two every day it was great Very wasn't useful. it yeah. yeah i hope we can i hope we can uh use what we learned from that soon yeah so we have another big announcement uh, to share that happened um, in the last couple of days. Uh, Chuck, do you want to? Oh, I'm thinking, like,
0: I'm thinking like, what in the world is our big announcement? <laughs> I'm like, okay, we have another big announcement. I'm like, really? We have another one? Like, what is this? Yeah, no, now I know what you our, mean. With our membership. We actually uh, are at 2,005 members at, at this very second. Um, we crossed the 2000 threshold sometime on Sunday. Um, I'm still trying to figure that out because I want to give our 2000 member a call and, and mm-hmm. have them on the podcast. I know it's one of five people. I just got to figure out which one it actually was. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we crossed over 2000 this weekend, which was really exciting. Um, we have been, you know, when we started, uh, the member drive, we were sitting at a retreat in early November, and the last thing we did is we went around and we said, Okay, we have these goals. Uh, what's the percentage chance that we make this goal? And I had everybody write down on a piece of paper what they thought their percentage chance is that we make 2,000 members by the end of the year. Yeah. And at that point, we were sitting around 1670 or something like that. Mm-hmm. 16, you know, and i didn 't do the exercise, you all did, but I remember a lot of like fifty percent, sixty percent, maybe a seventy percent um, there's a little bit of pessimism, even though you know I think we had you know some reason for optimism, yeah, uh, but people really came through, and we had a really successful member drive week, and then we 've been slowly inching that up, and two thousand members is a big deal i mean that is a That's a big number. And, uh, I think we should all feel really proud of that. And I just want to thank everybody for stepping up and becoming members of strong towns. Um, it, it is so important. I just did our budget for 2018 and without our members, we're not Mm -hmm. here, you know, without our, without our members, we're not doing any of this. So it, it, uh, it adds up very fast and it's a huge difference maker for us and, uh, we're going to be pushing, um, you know, to continue to grow our audience and grow our reach and grow the number of people we bring into this conversation and uh, grow our membership uh, over the next year. Cause the more people we can, uh, the more people we can reach, the, uh, the more minds we can change. And uh, you know, the more this movement grows.
1: Yeah. Thanks to everyone who stepped up. And if you're a current member, I know you probably had something to do with us growing that membership too, by asking, you know, your friends to join us or sharing our stuff online, whatever you did, we all really appreciate it. So 2,000 strong. Woohoo.
0: 2,000 strong. Yeah. Remember when we got to 1,000 strong?
1: Yeah. That was in my, one of my first. That was in your
0: first year. Yeah. Yeah, That was two years ago. Mm -hmm. That was huge. And uh, this feels, this feels like just as big. You know, it feels like a, a really big deal.
1: All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for today, but we've got a good podcast for you on Thursday that um, we recorded this like over a month ago, I think, but we are finally able to roll it out. So I'm excited about that one. It's one that I hosted. Otherwise have a great week, everyone. And thanks again for helping us get to 2000 strong. That means so much.
0: Thanks everybody. Take care. We need your help. If you think the Strong Towns message is important, don't keep it to yourself. Pass it on. You can get more information and sign up to be a member of Strong Towns at strongtowns.org.